Welcome back to another episode of the Goodbye July podcast. I am so excited you're here because today's episode is the first part of a five-part mini masterclass on investing. I know you're excited to grow your wealth in 2024, and this mini masterclass we're doing on the show for the next five weeks is designed to be structured in a way to help you learn about investing, remove doubt, and increase your confidence so you can get started making your money grow and enjoying more freedom. Now, to kick things off, today's episode will lay the groundwork for what it really takes to get started investing for total newbies. I'll walk you through the foolproof A to Z investing roadmap for beginners. We'll discuss your checklist of to-do items to get started investing, and we'll talk about why investing is about so much more than just money. Hey, my name is Jessica Tolar, and I'm obsessed with all things passive income, productivity, entrepreneurship, and building a life where you make the rules. I'm a normal girl who took a free money class, asked a corporate executive how she retired early, and used that knowledge to build a seven-figure net worth, quit my nine-to-five, and now run an online business from countries around the world. I teach you the simple but effective secrets to building a life you adore. Think I'm special? No way. If I did it, so can you. Money, mindset, life hacks, hardship, growth, and planning are all topics we discuss here. Think of this as a weekly coffee date with a close girlfriend where you talk about the finance and business knowledge it'll take to make your dreams a reality. So take a seat, get comfortable, and prepare to be challenged and cheered on while you learn. This is the Goodbye July Podcast. Are you ready to build the exact life you've imagined for yourself? Are you ready to actually take meaningful action to make your dreams a reality? to set your money up to grow on autopilot while you're out living your life? If this sounds like a goal you have for yourself, I have something you're going to want to hear about. It is my brand new relaxed investors checklist. And this is for you. If you want to get started growing your money without having to constantly do things, use this 14 point checklist to get set up with automated investing get set up the relaxed way, then go live your life while your money grows on autopilot in the background. No stock picking required. Grab your copy today at jessicatoller.com slash relax. That's jessicatoller.com slash R-E-L-A-X. Okay, let's get back to today's episode. All right, before we get into the roadmap, let me just say this. Money cannot buy you happiness, but what it can buy you is freedom. Freedom of time, location, and choice. It can put you in total control of your life so you can spend your days exactly the way you want to and not the way that your boss decides. And what's the golden ticket to financial freedom? You probably know the answer. It's investing. Putting your money in a place where it will grow as fast as possible. You are not going to grow wealthy by keeping your money in a bank account. You're just not. You have to put your money in places that will grow much faster than that and faster than the rate of inflation as well. You have to put your money into assets. You have to buy assets. It's these investments that can make you rich and it's these investments that will give you financial freedom. So, 
Let's dig in. Let's talk about the nine steps that you need to take to get started investing and begin your own journey toward the priceless destination of financial freedom. So here's the roadmap. Step number one, get intimately familiar with your numbers. You should know down to the last dollar, in my opinion, how much money you bring in every month and how much money you spend every month. Knowing this exactly will help you move forward to steps two and three. So don't skip over this one. It's important to dig into the numbers because you don't want to invest until you know what you can afford. And this is the first step of doing that. So here's what I mean by this. Make a list of every single expense you pay each month. These are your needs. And then track all of your other spending for one to three months to see what you're spending on your wants. Get really specific here because accuracy is important. If you need help, you can grab my fill-in-the-blank budget calculator guide to help you get organized. It provides a single place for you to list all of your expenses, all of your income, and next steps for you if you need to reduce your spending. I'll link to it for you in the show notes. Step number two, make sure you are cash flow positive. In other words, make sure you're making more money than you're spending. And once you're done with step number one of getting organized, you should be able to see this pretty quickly. Now, this is important because in order to invest, you have to have money left over after all of your other monthly expenses with which to buy your investments, right? So if you find that you're spending more than you're making, you got to do something about that. And I suggest first reducing your expenses as much as possible because that's a lot more in your control than trying to make more money. But if you feel that you've already cut down as many expenses as you can and you are still cash flow negative, then you will need to increase your income. I also have guides on both of these, one that covers 30 money-saving tips and another that covers how to land a pay raise, and I will also drop both of those in the show notes. Step number three, once you're cash flow positive, you need to save three months worth of living expenses, at least. So before you're invested, I generally recommend three to six months. I like to see people closer to six months, but save at least three months worth of your living expenses that you calculated back in step number one. This is your emergency fund, and it is not for investing. It is for emergencies only, hence the name emergency fund. So having an emergency fund of three to six months worth of your living expenses empowers you to invest with confidence because if the value of your investments drop, you always know you have your emergency fund to fall back on if and when you need it. Step number four, decide what you'll actually invest in. What are you going to buy, right? So before you actually invest, you have to decide what you're going to buy. So specifically, what type of investment or asset? There are five different asset classes that we normally talk about on this platform, right? So the stock market, real estate, commodities, cryptocurrency, and starting your own business. Those are the five that I generally talk about. And although you will have to decide for yourself what type of assets you're going to invest in, If I were going to start investing all over again, I would 100% start with investing in the stock market, and here's why. 
For new investors getting started, the stock market generally has the path of least resistance because it doesn't require a minimum amount to get started like buying real estate does. It doesn't require you to physically hold anything like some commodities or starting a product-based business might, and it's typically not as volatile or as big of a learning curve as cryptocurrency. So that's why I think it's the easiest place to get started for new investors. Step number five, pay off debt with interest of greater than 10%. And this is assuming you're going to start investing in the stock market. So if you are going to start investing in the stock market, it's wise to pay off any debt with an interest rate greater than 10% because the stock market itself historically performs at around 10%. So here's an example. Let's say you have $100 and you have to decide between using it to pay down debt with a 12% interest rate or investing it in the stock market. Because the specific debt we're talking about has an interest rate that is higher than the average return of the stock market, you would presumably lose more money by not paying off that debt than you would make by investing it in the stock market. Make sense? So that's why it might be wise to pay off any debt with an interest rate of greater than 10% before investing in the stock market. Step number six, decide how involved you want to be. So it's time for a little self-reflection. When it comes to investing in the stock market, do you think you would be the type of person who wants all of the details and needs to be in charge of every decision? Or Would you rather allow a professional to help you make decisions in exchange for a fee? The former will likely require more time and effort in the long run, and you will be solely responsible for the success or failure of your investments. The latter, so hiring a professional, may require less time and effort. However, you will be agreeing to pay someone for the duration of their support, and you place the fate of your investments in their hands. Remember that you can always change your approach later, so don't get stuck here. The idea is to make a decision on an approach and move forward. When I was starting out, I opted to have a professional help me because my goal was just to get invested ASAP because I knew I was losing money every day by not being invested. And in fact, this is still the approach I use because I learned that I do not have the time or the interest to pick my own stocks. Step number seven do your research and move forward. Like I said, don't get stuck here. So if you decided to go it alone, you need to research how to start investing in whichever asset class you selected. So for example, if you decided you're going to go with the stock market, you need to look into self-directed brokerage accounts to see which one best fits your needs and then begin researching stocks or other types of paper assets to buy based on your specific goals. If you decided you want to invest in the stock market, but you want to partner with a professional, then you need to research professional providers for the asset class you chose. So like I said, if you decided to go with the stock market, here's something you might search online. You might type in managed services, robo advisor, fiduciary. I know that's a lot of big words altogether. Managed services, robo advisor, fiduciary. And this loosely translates to a brokerage firm with professionals or AI that can 
invest in the stock market on your behalf and who is legally obligated to act in your best interest. So that's important, right? You want someone who is legally obligated to act in your best interest. And also you need a company that actually has humans or some kind of AI that will be able to invest on your behalf if you don't want to, right? Now, in either scenario, it may serve you well to compare at least three brokerage firms. But again, don't get stuck here. Be sure to pick one and move forward. Step number eight, this one's exciting. Buy the asset, right? If you're in the stock market, buy the stocks. If you decide to go into real estate, buy the house. Whatever you decide to do, you need to go buy the thing you are going to buy. Buy the asset. So a lot of people get to this point, freak out and abandon ship. Do not be one of them. Remember, the value of your investments will fluctuate. They'll go up and they'll go down. It is simply the nature of the game. But like I said, historically speaking, at least with the stock market, it has returned an average of 10% since its inception. And history repeats itself, right? And don't forget, you have your emergency fund to fall back on if your investments drop down for a while, which is one of the reasons always having your emergency fund savings is so critical. You've done the work of creating your safety net so you can give the market time to course correct without needing to withdraw money from your investments at a loss. But in order for any of that to even matter, you have to buy the asset. You have to move forward. Do the dang thing. And step number nine, be consistent. Invest regularly. Okay, it's important to remember the magic of investing happens not when you invest once, but when you invest often. So regardless of what type of asset class or classes you are investing in, be sure to set up a process for yourself that ensures you don't invest once and stop. So for me, whenever possible, I set up an auto draft. So I make absolutely sure money is going into my investments every single month. For example, when I started investing in the stock market, I calculated what I could afford to invest each month. And then I created an auto draft from my bank to my brokerage and then let my brokerage firm, my fiduciary handle the investments from there. But the point is I had that auto draft in place to make sure the money was going from my bank account to the brokerage so that someone could then go buy stocks with my money for me on my behalf, right? I had to have that process put in place and you should as well. Here's the big picture. One of the reasons investing is great is because yes, it can make you money, but more importantly, it can pay you back with moments of your life. You can literally buy your freedom. Imagine no longer having to trade time for money. No longer having to put in hours upon hours of work in order to receive a paycheck. Ditching the golden handcuffs that keep you tied to a job working day in and day out. That's the real power of investing. Investing leads to having options, which leads to having choice, which leads to having freedom. And it is your time to take the plunge. You will never know what's possible until you try. And speaking from experience, investing has drastically changed my life for the better. And even when my investments are down, I've never once regretted regularly investing. If you've made it this far and you are thinking, I am ready, but I still feel some hesitation on where exactly to begin, I totally get that. 
Even when you've checked all of the boxes and you can say, I'm ready to invest, it can still be scary. And sometimes you just need a little more help. And again, I totally get that. That is why I boiled everything down from this episode into a one-page checklist. From making sure you've got the basics nailed down to setting up and funding your brokerage account, if you are a beginner who wants to get started investing the relaxed way, this 14-point checklist is for you. This will walk you through the basics and getting set up with investing in the stock market, and it aligns to everything we discussed in this episode. You can grab your copy in the show notes at jessicatoller.com slash 034. I hope you feel excited and empowered to take action. The only thing standing between you and financial freedom is you. Make a choice right now to do one thing today to prioritize your financial well-being and take a meaningful step in the direction of your goal. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Goodbye July podcast. And until next time, work less, live more, and keep on chasing your wildest dreams. Congratulations on finishing another episode of the Goodbye July podcast. If you want more, head over to jessicatoller.com slash podcast for show notes and any resources mentioned in today's episode. Don't forget to rate the show, hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you would, share it with a friend. I believe in a world where we're all financially free, so let's help each other get there. Thanks again for tuning in, and I'll see you on the next episode of the Goodbye July podcast.